Welcome to the Magnificat Podcast. We are an international ministry to Catholic women. Throughout this series, we will pray together, share insights, and hear amazing testimonies, typically from women of faith who have been touched by the power of the Lord in their lives. This is a decidedly Catholic podcast, and in this series, you will hopefully learn more about the Catholic faith, God, the Blessed Mother, and much more. Thanks so much for joining us. Now let's listen to a great program. In the 1980s, Deacon Ken and Marie Finn felt led to write a Bible study. Along the way, they met and were encouraged by two saints, Pope John Paul II and Mother Teresa. Marie clearly remembers meeting Pope John Paul II. She said that he was so gracious with that beautiful smile he had, and she said he went on to uh, greet Deacon Ken first, and she said, I don't remember what he said to him directly, but when he came to me, I remember him distinctly saying to us, do not get discouraged, finish your work. And then she said he took both of their hands and gave them a blessing. Well, if that were not enough, Mother Teresa uh, goes on to tell them that it is a wonderful work of God, and I assure you of my prayers that you may continue to do this work, which he has entrusted to you with great love. As it turns out, the Bible study, before it was even published, went all over the world through Mother Teresa's order, the Missionaries of Charity, and also the Legionnaires of Christ. This Bible study, The Bread of Life, is a Catholic Bible study. It has the Neil Obstat and Imprimatur and focuses on the readings for the coming weekend. Let's listen now as Marie helps us to hear the Word, pray the Word, study the Word, proclaim the Word, and live the Word of the Lord Jesus Christ. Welcome to the Bread of Life Catholic Bible Study. The paraclete, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will instruct you in everything and remind you of all that I have told you. John 14, 26. Let us begin with prayer in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Father, I cannot understand your word without your grace. I acknowledge my weakness so your power can reach perfection in me. Send your Holy Spirit to remind, teach, and guide me to the truth. And may I share as soon as possible whatever you teach me. Come, Holy Spirit, fill the hearts of your faithful and kindle in us the fire of your love. Amen. The application from last Sunday, which was on the Epiphany, The first reading tells us to look at the glory of God being unfolded before us. The second reading describes God's secret plan. The gospel reveals the joy and anticipation of following the star. This week, like the wise men or magi, let us bring Jesus our gift. Yours might be a gift of joy or love, peace or patience. Then you need 
to share this gift with someone in your family, a workplace. The wise men came in humility and left encouraged and full of hope. We can expect no less when we bring Jesus our gift. I bring Jesus my gift of self, my presence every morning and often during the day. I long for my grandchildren this Christmas, the ones who were not at the family gatherings. And I know he longs for all his children's presence. I have gifts that sit under my tree unclaimed. It makes me sad not to see them. The gift of their presence is far more important than presence for me. God pours out his gifts whenever I come to him. My gift is to be still and confess he is God and there is no other. Psalm 46, 11. I give him my life to do with as he wills. I give him my mind to renew it and be transformed. My greatest gift I give him is my heart, so I may love like he loves. What was a helpful or new thought from the readings or from the homily you heard on Sunday? And from what you learned, what personal application did you choose to apply to your life this week? Well, a helpful thought for me was the astrologers observed Jesus a star and told Herod the newborn king was to be born in Bethlehem. They told him that what the prophet said, from you, Bethlehem, shall come a ruler to shepherd my people. They followed the star. The Lord led the way for them to find him. They were prepared with gifts to give him and bowed down before him. My application, study and apply to my life the Old Testament along with the New Testament, and I will find Jesus's instructions. Follow his example as my good shepherd who loves me and does only what is good for me. Treat my neighbor the same way. Another helpful thought is that by following the enlightenment of the word, it will stand still over where Jesus is. Application, be obedient to the word by giving him my time, talent, and treasure. The gospel for this Sunday is the baptism of the Lord. It's Luke 3, 15 to 16 and 21 to 22. Now the people were filled with expectation and all were asking in their hearts whether John might be the Messiah. John answered them all saying, I am baptizing you with water. But one mightier than I is coming, coming. I am not worthy to loosen the songs of his sandals. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. After all the people had been baptized and Jesus also had been baptized and was praying, heaven was opened 
and the Holy Spirit descended upon him in bodily form like a dove. And a voice came from heaven. You are my beloved son. With you, I am well pleased. The gospel of the Lord. Go into the questions. With what were the people filled? With expectation. And what were they asking? In their hearts, they were asking whether John might be the Messiah. What did John tell the people? Acts 13, 25 says, What do you suppose that I am? I am not he. Behold, one is coming after me. I am not worthy to unfasten the sandals of his feet. With what did John say he was baptizing? With water. With what two things did John say the one mightier than he would baptize? The Holy Spirit and fire. That's Luke 3, 16. What happened to the disciples on the day of Pentecost? Acts 2, 3 and 4 says, Then there, were, there appeared to them tongues as of fire, which parted and came to rest on each of them. And they were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in different tongues as the Spirit enabled them to proclaim. What does fire do? 1 Corinthians 3, 13 to 16 says, The work of each will come to light, for the day will disclose it. It will be revealed with fire, and the fire itself will test the quality of each one's work. If the work stands that someone built upon the foundation, that person will receive a wage. But if someone's work is burned up, that one will suffer loss. The person will be saved, but only as through fire. Do you not know that you are the temple of God and that the spirit of God dwells in you? Personal, how have you been baptized by fire? And I was baptized by water three weeks after I was born, October 19th, 1941. That's a long time ago. <laughs> My parents passed on their faith to me, raising me in the Catholic Church. And by the fire of God's love, when I was bitter, angry, and depressed, after turning to 1 Corinthians 13 and crying out to God that I didn't know how to love. And he said, I will show you. He showed me how in Psalm 32, one of my favorite scriptures, because it reveals that I have to be, I have to acknowledge my sins in order to be, be forgiven. I feel blessed, although his forgiveness is always there, but I, in order to receive it, I have to acknowledge it. I feel blessed and loved by him. He answers all my prayers in one way or another. Who were baptized? All the people and Jesus. And what were they doing? 
they were praying. What opened up heaven? Who, de who descended upon Jesus? The Holy Spirit. And how was it done? In bodily form, like a dove. Luke 3, 21 to 22. What did Jesus say we will receive when the Holy Spirit comes upon us? Acts 1, 8 says, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. And you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem, throughout Judea, in Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. So we receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon us. Praise the Lord. It's his power within us that reaches out to touch a hurting world. The personal. What is the evidence of the Holy Spirit in your life? The fruit of the Spirit, which is found in Galatians 5, 23. When I am loving, kind, generous, joyful, patient, have peace, and have self-control, that is evidence of his presence in me, his life living within me, because those are fruits of the Holy Spirit. What did the voice from heaven say when the Holy Spirit descended upon Jesus? You are my beloved son. With you, I am well pleased. I'm not sure I said that. What did the voice from heaven say when the Holy Spirit descended upon Jesus? And he said, you are my beloved son. With you, I am well pleased. How is God pleased with us? Hebrews 13, 16 says, do not neglect to do good and do, to share what you have. God is pleased by sacrifices of that kind. The personal. What have you done that has pleased the Father this week? Well, for me, I brought communion to Deacon Jim and Carol. He is suffering from cancer and brought, and I also brought the relic of St. Mother Teresa for him and her to hold to their hearts as we prayed for healing. I invited my friend and her dog for Christmas dinner, just the two of us. I also brought over to my neighbor, who is grieving the loss of her mother, some tangerines in a heart dish and a card with a felt figurine of Jesus embroidered, embroidered on the back of it, I am with you always. I bought it at Hallmark and didn't know who to give it to. But when I was looking at it sitting on my kneeler, the Lord whispered in my ear, Give this to Cindy, so I did. Read and meditate on Psalm 29, 1 to 4, 9 to 11. Give to the Lord, you heavenly beings. Give to the Lord glory and might. Give to the Lord the glory due God's name. Bow down before the Lord's holy splendor. The voice of the Lord is over the waters. The God of glory thunders the Lord over the mighty waters. The voice of the Lord is power. The voice of the Lord is splendor. The voice of the Lord twists the oaks and strips the forest bare. All in his palace say, glory, 
The Lord sits enthroned above the flood. The Lord reigns as king forever. May the Lord give might to his people. May the Lord bless his people with peace. What is the Lord saying to you personally through the psalm? And how can you apply this to your life? Give glory to God's name. Be humble before him. The voice of the Lord is over the waters in our baptism. The fire of his loving word cleanses us and purifies us. There is power in his word. He blesses us with peace. He is king forever. My application, renew my baptismal vows when I was baptized by water and speak about what I have learned up until my baptism by Jesus with the Holy Spirit and fire. And now I share with you my love of the Trinity through my love and obedience of the word of God. The Old Testament and New Testament in the healing power of his word. He is the word made flesh dwelling among us. Now in all who have been baptized by water in the spirit. I am so thankful to my parents for baptizing me with water as a baby. Because all these years, I learned who Jesus is, my Lord and Savior, and who my Father is, a God of love, and who the Holy Spirit is. He is my sanctifier, alive in me, teaching me how to love and how to receive God's love. The commentary. In today's gospel, we see a prophet bursting upon the scene and the people becoming highly agitated. It was well known that there had not been a prophet in Israel for many years, and it was widely believed that when the Messiah would come, prophecy would appear, reappear. Joel 3, 1 and 2. John looked and spoke like the prophets of old. His message was direct and hard. He told the people to share what they had with those who needed it. And whatever your job is, do it the best way you can. John had no time to comfort those who lived careless or selfish lives. He was calling the people to right living. He told them to turn from their sins to avoid punishment and then turn to God for his blessing. This is a message for all times and all places. John spoke with urgency because he was preparing the people for the coming Messiah. John's baptism with water symbolized the washing away of sins. Jesus' baptism by fire, the Holy Spirit, includes the power needed to do God's will. The church received baptism of fire on Pentecost when the Holy Spirit in the form of tongues of fire came upon the believers. They were then empowered to proclaim Jesus' resurrection in many languages. The baptism of fire also symbolizes the power of the Holy Spirit in bringing God's judgment on those who refuse to repent. Jesus, in the true sense of humility, chose not to be baptized in a big service in Jerusalem. 
He chose to be with simple people who were repenting. As Jesus prayed, God spoke to him and confirmed his decision to go forth in his ministry. God was breaking into history, human history, through Jesus Christ. Jesus's mission on earth was to identify with our humanity and sin. He began his journey to Calvary for us on that very special day. The application, the first reading reveals to us that the Messiah is to be a servant. The second reading reveals that God has no favorites. In the gospel, God speaks to us even today with his voice from heaven. This is my beloved son. Listen to him. This week, be a servant to your family, a friend, or to someone in the community who is sick. Be available, be specific, be consistent, and be ready to see the joy of Christ in their eyes as you live what you believe. Let the joy of the Father be reflected in the way you love others. You are his beloved children. You are his beloved child, and he is well pleased with you. Let us close with prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Have a wonderful week. God bless you. To more fully participate each week, you may visit the St. Dismas Guild website at stdismasguild.org. That's S-T-D-I-S-M-A-S-G-U-I-L-D dot O-R-G to either purchase the Bread of Life Bible Study book or download the complimentary lessons. In 1989, Deacon Ken and Marie Finn began this prison, pro-life, and pro-family ministry to remind us that the paraclete, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will instruct you in everything and remind you of all that I have told you. John 14, verse 26. God bless. Thanks so much for listening to this Magnificat podcast. Have you been touched by our time together? If so, for more information or to find a Magnificat chapter near you, go to our website at magnificat-ministry.org or visit us on social media. We would love to hear from you. You can also email us at magnificatcst at aol.com or call 504-828-MARY, M-A-R-Y. Until the next time, may God bless you.